Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Today is the first day after the first episode of the last season of Schitt's Creek. Did you get all that? <laughs> uh, and we're going to talk about it. We are going to talk about Schitt's Creek in its entirety of season six because uh, this the show means a lot to us, and I think it means a lot to you guys out there. And gosh, we've just got to talk about it like immediately. Uh, today, I have on on the podcast is my friend Jamie Sather. You probably remember her if you listened to the Schitt's Creek fangirling episode from last summer. That was Jamie. So, hey, Jamie. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. It's so good to be back and talking about Schitt's Creek. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're taking some time off from all your murderino activities uh, to come join us <laughs> over here and talk about things a little lighter than uh, true crime and murders. But That's right. But I do appreciate you being here. So this is our plan, guys. We are going to talk about each episode either the night after or the morning after or the night right after we watch it, just depending on when we get our, get our schedules together. Hopefully this will come out every week and it's just going to be a bonus episodes. It's not going to take over my usual stuff in most cases. Uh, today um, we are going to talk about episode one since it just came out and we're going to kind of talk about where the season, we think the season might be going and how we felt about what we saw and uh, I don't know, just talk about Shit's Creek. As you can imagine, this is going to be completely spoiler filled. So if you are saving it up or if you have not started watching it yet or um, you just don't want to talk about spoilers or you're not ready to, then this might be the series that you have to skip over. It's okay if you do. I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. I completely get it. Uh, But if you are looking for ways to watch Shit's Creek, I have a whole blog post with a variety of countries and a variety of options for you. And I will link that in show notes so that you can go check that out. I'm also going to link every week uh, to my favorite quotes from the episode that we saw before. And I'm going to have that available for you to check out if you want to relive some of the classic lines. Um, I have to admit, though... Jamie, after watching this first one, I almost had to transcribe the entire episode. Oh my gosh. There was so many funny lines. So many funny lines. So there's a lot of great quotes that I purposely just left off because I had to edit myself. I just didn't feel like I could (laughs) rip off the entire show by putting it word for word uh, on the post. However, there's some good ones in there if you guys want to go check that out. All right. So let's do this. Uh, Real quick, give me a 30-second recap, just like Dan Levy did on The Binge (laughs) on EW. Uh, Give me a 30-second or less what happened in this episode, uh, season six, episode one, which was called Smoke Signals. So basically, we start out where we left off last season that Moira was kind of still reeling from finding out about the crows have eyes being cut. Um, so we have to deal with that aftermath. Um, and then also one of the big plot points is the boys went looking at wedding venues, which was, you know, introduced us to a new funny, probably one-time character, um, you know, going out and looking at wedding venues and dealing with the relationship issues that they're having 
with each other and with siblings and with family. And then we saw the return of Moira back to true Moira fashion. So all in all, really great episode. Yeah. So it starts off, uh, you know, basically where we left off. We left Moira in the closet at the end of Cabaret. And uh, she was back in the closet, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I think they said something along the lines like she'd been living there for a week. So she essentially missed the rest of Cabaret because Stevie is still wearing her stage makeup in this um, episode. And uh, which, of course, got a a really great line where she's like, was nobody going to tell me that I'm still wearing my stage makeup? (laughs) David's like, I thought it was a choice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I didn't think it looked that bad, but um, but. you know, David. Anyway, uh, so so yeah, so there's there's Moira. She's dealing with this crushing blow, and she kind of has this epiphany that maybe maybe she's ready to step away from Hollywood, which was very interesting and again, going to make a whole big uh, turn of events and change. I think a lot of at least the way the family reacted because here's something that stood out to me. I've watched this now a couple of times because I had to, <laughs> and and one of the things that stood out, Jamie, did did you catch or did you notice how easily how how David kept trying to shield Patrick from his family. Yes, I did notice that. Yeah, from all the deep and dirty and all the like, this is the warts and all of Moira and what David and Alexis basically grew up with. And you can see Alexis, like she's taking peeks at um, Patrick too, to kind of see how he's going to react, to see if he's going to run, to see if he's going to freak out. And Patrick, our boy, he just stands strong. Yeah, I think he's like low-key amused. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he 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 doesn't shy away from anything that's being but but David keeps like I think he's still concerned, you know, that Patrick might freak out when he finds out the real, real Rose family issues. Yeah, and I, I think that kind of shows, you know, still the growth that David's going through, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure all this love stuff is brand new to him. So he's still kind of a little bit unsure of, is this going to be what causes it to end? You know? Right, right. He's never had a relationship like this before. And, um, you know, but, but then again, David, you've never had a Patrick before. We all need a Patrick. Don't we? Don't we? Patrick's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I, I found that, I found that interesting. And, and like, like I said, there's just these little moments, the other, uh, the other part of the the plot here that really stood out to me was the David and Alexis drama that's going on. It's overt uh, where she is, she's packing up and she's literally getting on a plane that day. She thinks <laughs> to go <laughs> to join Ted in the Galapagos islands. Um, but she f- discovers that David's like planning to go look at wedding venues and she's offended that he didn't invite her. Well, it wasn't an overlook. Like he specifically did not invite her yes. because he's, he's kind of mad at her for leaving. Right. Yes, absolutely. He's, you know, finally gotten that relationship that he wanted with his sister and now she's leaving in every, at every turn talking about getting out of there and going to be with Ted and, it's hurt David's feelings. Yeah, he's de- he's definitely affected by what's going on with her, and, and so our our boy David is is having this struggle with his mom doing what she does, and then Patrick's in the mix now. But Alexis is getting ready to leave. But in the end, they all end up going, and they check out this gorgeous wedding venue, and we think things are going to like be tied up in this nice, pretty bow. But plot twist: 
the wedding has to happen that month because that's the only opening they have that they can afford. Yes. And, you know, you can see how torn David is because he adores this place. It's like the dream venue for him. And, you know, this is what he wants. And he you kind of get a glimpse of his old life because he didn't even really kind of think about price or that he wouldn't be able to afford mm-hmm. it. He just went <laughs> full in with what he wanted um, and then was kind of, you know, took all the wind out of his sails when he found out that they wouldn't be able to afford it. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, you know, they, they do get this dangled offer of a very deeply discounted option and they're thinking, Oh yeah, we can make it happen. But Alexis has to leave. And Alexis is like, you're going to get married without me. And of course, at this moment, David's mad enough to be like, yeah, I'm going to get married without you. Bye. You're choosing to leave. But cooler heads prevail. And he realizes he can't take the venue without Alexis on his side. Yes. Which is when we find out, this is, I think, my favorite Stevie scene to date. Um, I got I to gotta admit something about Stevie. I like Stevie. Like, I, There's nothing wrong with Stevie. But I am not... I'm not a huge Stevie fangirl. I don't love her like a lot of um, Shit's Creek fans do. I I thought like the whole cabaret thing, I thought that was nice. And yes, she has talent. And I was super impressed um, to see her as an actress, you know, be able to do all of that. But it, it didn't like grab me or touch me, I guess, as much. I don't know if I'm just cold and dead inside. I don't know what it is. But uh, I haven't like jumped on this big rah-rah Stevie bandwagon. However, this scene where she is talking to Alexis and they discover that Alexis has the wrong date on her <laughs> ticket. Uh, and so she, Alexis mixed up the dates and so she can't fly out for another month. So, Hey, guess what? She is going to be around <laughs> for this wedding. Um, but that scene with, with, uh, with her and she's like talking to Alexis and she's like, Oh my gosh, I, I'm trying to give you a compliment. Like what's wrong with me? You know, that this kind of thing. I, I, I thought it was really, I don't know. It just kind of made me start looking at Stevie in another light. And then when she's watching David and Alexis do their David and Alexis sibling <laughs> thing, uh, her, the look on her face and these little, it's like watching a car wreck. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. there was just all kinds of like little moments that I was like, all right, I see you, Stevie. I see you. So I might be coming around. I might be coming around on the Stevie situation. But, uh, um, in the end, basically what happens is they discover that this location, even though it's perfect and beautiful, it is located right next to a pig farm and they slaughter the pigs on Sundays, which is the day they were going to get this deeply discounted <laughs> wedding. <laughs> and so they run. They literally jump in the car and they run off. And that's how this episode en- uh, winds up is they're back at the hotel or back at the motel together as a family eating dinner, telling Johnny and Moira about the situation. Um, Moira's back to her old self. Uh, she also had made that comment to Johnny that she was going to walk away from the business, but that changed. So what happened there? So she got a call when we forgot to talk about the star of the episode. They were at the creek, the actual yes, creek. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they even said, I can't believe we finally made it to the creek. And I was like, neither can we, Johnny. <laughs> and it was beautiful. Beautiful. It was. It was. Um, but they were at the creek and she got a phone call or she was going to go call her agent to make her big announcement that she was going to go ahead and retire. And she got word that Interflex, which, um, you know, kind of a spinoff of Netflix, I'm guessing, uh, 
Which, by the way, I don't know if you're following Interflex on Twitter, but you must if you aren't already. Because they have some funny stuff out there. They started okay, good it. tip, good tip. Yeah. Um, so she got word that Interflex is going to go ahead and release the Crows movie, which shot all of her retirement hopes and dreams out the window because Moira Rose is back. She is back and she's back in a big way. And and it was it was very sweet. Johnny, as he always does, he supports her, but you could see that he was a little disappointed. I think he was looking forward to maybe some normalcy coming back into the, their lives. He, I think he likes Moira in Shit's Creek, like this version of Moira. Uh, loves her wherever she is, but I, I think he really does like the Shit's Creek Moira. And I, and I, I feel like he was kind of hoping that was going to stick around. And then this came up and he realizes, ah, maybe not yet. Maybe not. Yep. And the other thing that maybe I'm reading too much into it, but the other thing I was thinking too, is that every time she kind of gets her hopes up and then has to come crashing down because of whatever reason, it hurts his heart for her, Mm -hmm. you know? So, Mm -hmm. you know, having to try to coax her out of the closet and, nurse her back to mental health and then he was you know relieved that she was feeling better you know I think part of him was thinking he doesn't want to watch her go through any highs and lows again because it hurts oh, for his sure. heart for her yeah for sure for sure yeah I, I, it's definitely not a I don't see it as a selfish you know thing it's it's that he cares so much for her he just doesn't want to see her continuing to uh you know be hurt and so yep. uh, yeah yeah no, Johnny you're just you're also perfect you are also perfect <laughs> Uh, yeah, so many funny lines in this. So many, so much good. Uh, the way they ended it, uh, Patrick kind of whispers to David, "Hey, consider, let's consider getting married here." And David looks at him and just looks like, "Yeah," or under a <laughs> highway overpass, you know. And um, but but again, Patrick knows David, and he says, "Look." This place means something to your family and you could put a tent over there and a lot of lights and you could make it beautiful. And when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, David can make it so beautiful. (laughs) So I'm kind of hoping that's where this ends up. I'm hoping that that's where the wedding ends up is right there at the motel. Wouldn't that be beautiful? It would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that was uh, episode one. Yay! Yay! We we are going to... Think on this some more. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about episode two when it airs. And uh, I hope you guys are on board with this. If you have not started watching Shit's Creek, you can see episodes or you can see season one through five on Netflix. It's out there. You can also see it on the Pop TV Network. Uh, and that's where both of us are watching uh, season six live as it comes out. And we are in America. So it can happen, guys, if you happen to have that on your cable channels. All right. Thanks for fangirling with us, and we will see you again real soon. And uh, we didn't even talk about Moira's wigs and her bebes. Her bebes. (laughs) (laughs) Real real quick, there was an awesome scene. Moira's wigs are back as well. Moira is wearing this crazy, crazy wig this time um, in the opening scenes, and there's a small fire situation that happens at the motel, and she is helped out by Roland. Uh, at the time that she's helped out, she starts screaming, my babies, my babies. And he's like, your children aren't here, Moira. Your children aren't here. And she's like, no, my wigs. And uh, because, you know, of course, it's Moira. We know what's really important. Um, <laughs> anyway, it just made me laugh. I just made me laugh. But we will be back next week, and we are going to talk more about Schitt's Creek. Hope you're down for this. If you haven't uh, seen this yet, please go back and get started watching it so you can join in on all of the fun. All right. Thanks, Jamie. See y'all real soon.
Bye.